Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We press into you, Lord. We press into you, Lord. We press into you. We press into you, Lord. We press into you, Jesus. You are my life, oh Lord. Oh, we press into you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, into you Jesus cause I can't live without you go ahead can't live without you mm, yeah on my seat come and consume us God consume us with your fire God the word says that you are an all consuming fire an all-consuming fire. So that says to me that when he comes in, he consumes all. Oh, come and consume us, God. Come and consume us, God. Come and consume us, God. <laughs> oh. I give you permission, God. Take my heart and consume my heart, God.
I needed him. When I come to church, I needed you, Jesus. I was busted. I was disgusted, God. I was a drug addict. I needed you, Lord, to change my life. I needed to be different than what the world had to give me, God. And I knew the only place I could find it at was at your altar, God. Was at your altar. Oh, we can't have church like we always had it. It's got to be God don't want a dead religious church no more. No more. No more. No more. He said, come and consume all that we are. We can't let him consume it. And we're not pressing it. And we're not crying out. And we're not humbling ourselves at this altar. And let God change us from who we are. When I came to church, I needed him. I needed him. I needed him. And there's people going to come in here. And they're going to need him. They're going to need him. And they're going to be watching. And they're going to be looking to see what's the church doing. Do they got anything to offer me that's different than the world? Can they help me? Help us, God. Bill Easter says the world is looking for the church who's got the stuff. Now, nobody in this house today knew that I was what, I, what was in my heart today. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And in prayer and in praise and worship and right now, what is he doing? He's calling us to repentance. He's calling us to repentance because revival does not come until repentance comes. We must repent. We must fall upon the altar of a holy God. And we must repent. And I know we sit out there and say, well, what do I got to repent for? I'm a pretty good fella. I'm pretty good. Are we got the stuff? Do we have the stuff? Does the power of God flow through these hands? When I open my mouth, does the fire of God come out? Then I need to repent. I need to repent. Do I love the things of the world more than I love Him? Do I love the things of the world more than I love Him? Do I love Netflix more than I love him? Do I like to smoke my weed more than I love him? Do I want to shoot a little bit, just a little bit? It's okay. It just kind of calms me down, makes me feel good. Do I love him, little H, more than I love him, big H? Do I love her more than I love him? Do I love my circumstances? Because some of us do. We love our circumstances. That's why we look at them all the time. 
Y'all, I'm telling you, for the last three weeks, the only thing he's let me come out of my mouth is repent. For the last three weeks, that's all I've been able to say is repent, 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 repent. is repent he wouldn't be calling us to repent if I didn't need to repent he wouldn't call us to repent if I didn't need to repent what do I have to repent for well if you don't know come to the altar and ask him to show you what do I need to repent for God what's in my heart God what's in my heart what do I love more than I love you, God? What am I not willing to lay down, God, because, because I just really don't want to? What's in my heart, God? The Word says that we are changed from glory to glory into His image. If I am not the image of Jesus Christ, oh, oh, then I need to repent. He's calling us to repentance. He's calling us to repentance. He's calling us to repentance. There's a holy God that we serve. A holy God. A holy God. And he's calling us to be holy as he is holy. If I'm holy, I don't look like the world. I don't act like the world. I don't smell like the world. I don't talk like the world. Forgive us, God, that we do not walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. We don't walk with power in demonstration. We sit on our pew. We just sit on our pew and that's it. We come and we pay our tithes and we sit on our pew. God is calling for his bride, for the remnant to fall on their faces before a living God and get their selves right. He's coming for that spotless bride, for that bride that don't have no sin in her. I know y'all think we can't ever live that way. Yes, we can. We do not practice sin. I ain't saying I'm not sinless. I mean, I'm sinless. <laughs> but we don't practice sin. And as soon as he shows me something, I'm get on my face fast. God, forgive me. Forgive me for acting like that. God, forgive me for having hate in my heart, God. Forgive me that I refuse to forgive somebody. Forgive me, God. Because if I don't forgive, you don't forgive me. That's the word of God. If I don't forgive, you don't forgive me. And it is on my hands if I don't tell you that. If you hold unforgiveness in your heart, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. Help us to forgive, God. Help us to forgive your people. Help us, God, because I ain't no different. We act like we don't have no gross sin. 
We do. We acting like we ain't got no gross sin. Because I'm telling you, these altars should be filled up. There should be nobody sitting out there. Because God is calling his church to repentance before he pours out this revival. Forgive us, God. I want to serve you, God. I want to give you my life, God. You bought it. You paid for it. It belongs to you, Lord. I give my life. I give my life to you. I give my life to you, God. Show me what's on the inside of me. Show me what's in my heart, God. I can't can't worry about nobody else's. I can't do nothing about nobody else. That's between them and God. But as for me and myself, show me what's in my heart, God. I want to live right before you. I want to be right with you. With you, God. And Monica's right. He's He's doing away with church as usual. He's doing away with it. This ain't what he did. This is not what he made. This ain't even what he died for. He's doing away with church as usual. We're going to come here as a corporate body. And everyone's going to have something. Because we come prepared. for him. Because we've been with him all week. We've been with him. I lay the world down. I lay myself and my circumstances and all my stuff down and I get with him. So I have something. When somebody needs something, I have something. I can witness to somebody. I can minister to their hurt. He said that he has called us to set the captive free. It says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me and you. He has called us. If you belong to him, if you got saved, if you said, Jesus Christ, come into my heart and live on the inside of me, then you belong to him. And he said that he, the spirit of the living God, is upon you. And he has ordained you to set the captive free, to be to bring liberty to those who are bruised, healing or And all of that stuff. He even called you to raise the dead. Yes, he did. And somewhere in there it says that that's elementary stuff. We're supposed to be building upon that. Jesus got to get us to that. He's got to get us to that. Forgive us, God. Oh, forgive us. Forgive your church. Forgive your bride, God, for not being madly and passionately in love with you. Forgive us, God. Forgive me for not allowing you to consume my heart because you are an all-consuming God. You are an all-consuming God. And if you're in here, you should have consumed my life by now. We repent, God. We repent. We repent to each other. We repent to God. 
forgive me, God. Forgive me, God. I don't want to live like I've always lived, God. I don't want to live in depression. I don't want to live in anxiety. I don't want to live in all this hell, God. I don't want to live in all this drama, God. I don't want to live in all this strife, God. I don't want to live anymore with the devil taking me to hell, God. He's taking me to hell. Hell. I want to give my life to you. I want to give my life to you, Jesus. I give my life to you, Lord. I give my life to you. Come in. Cleanse my heart, God. Make me new. Make me a new creation. A new creation. I lay down all those things, God. All those things that are not you. All those things, God. And I just call for that new breed, rise up, rise up, new breed, rise up. There's a new breed arising. They don't look like us, old school church folk, they don't look like us. But they are fierce <laughs> because they have seen the enemy. They have seen the enemy. The enemy has destroyed their very life. He's tried to kill them so many times. They are fierce, fierce army. Raise up this new breed, God. This new breed that you're calling out of the fields, God. Raise them up, raise them up, raise them up quick, God. Raise them up quick, God. Who? Oh. Raise them up quickly, God. Oh, I see their firebrands. They are firebrands for him because they've been through hell. We've been through religion, but they've been through hell. Firebrands for him. Thank you, Jesus. Bring us to repentance, God. Everyone that belongs to you. Everyone that belongs to you, God. Because we can't live without you. But I certainly cannot die without you. I cannot die without you, Jesus. Oh. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus fire on their lives, God. 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 Fire. Fire on their lives, God. Fire on their lives, God. Fire on their lives, God. Fire. Burn up everything. Everything, God.
want you more than the air that we breathe, God. More than my next heartbeat. I want you. I want you to come and consume every part of me. Consume every part of me, God. Come have your way in me. And I pray for these that you are calling, that you are rising up out of the ashes, God. I pray for them. I pray, God, that your spirit, give them a double portion, God, of your spirit. A double portion of your spirit, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. A double portion of your spirit, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. and consuming us, God. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you. Have your way, God. Thank you, Lord. It's not church as usual, y'all. The presence of God is here. Work in the lives of your people, Lord. Work in the lives of your people. Work in the lives of your people, God. Acts says, Acts 3 says that that heaven has to keep Jesus until the restoration of all things. And I looked at that word, restoration. And it means to be brought back to that perfect state. Before the fall, (laughs) all he's trying to do All he's trying to do is to get his bride to fall in love with him. That's all he's trying to do. That's all he wants. It's like he's wooing us. He's wooing. He's wooing his bride. He's wooing the remnant. He's just like, fall in love with me. Fall in love with me. Let me be your first love. I want to bring you back to that place where I was first love, where I was the one that you thought about 24-7, where I was the one that you were consumed with, where you you lived and moved and you breathed me so that we could have that unbroken fellowship with him. And see, when we get like that, when we get like that, 
We're going to be doing the works of God. We will be doing the works of God. It's not about me just laying on the floor 24 hours a day going, Jesus, Jesus. It's not that. It's that I allow him to cleanse my heart. And I fall madly and passionately in love with him where nothing else matters to me but him and what he wants and what he says and where he wants me to go and what he wants me to say and what he wants me to do. Nothing else matters but that. And when we get there, <laughs> Ooh, we will be Isaiah 60 where he said arise shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you and yes the world is dark yes there is gro gross gross darkness but the glory is upon you and you shine like a light in that darkness and they will come to you <laughs> they will come to you they will come to you they will come to you. Oh, Jesus. What he's trying to get us to is Psalm 63 in the Passion Translation. It says, Oh, God of my life, I am lovesick for you. In this weary wilderness, I thirst with the deepest longings to love you more with cravings in my heart that can't be described. Such yearning grips my soul for you, my God. I am energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. That is what he wants. That right there. Where I yearn for you. Nothing else satisfies me. Nothing else. Nothing else. There ain't nothing. There ain't no drink. There ain't no food. There ain't no smoke. There ain't no sex. There ain't no nothing that satisfies me more than you do. Than you do. And when we're like that, oh, he's going to fill you to the utmost fill you fill you to the utmost because y'all know the the word that God spoke to me in Haggai 2 where he said the latter glory of this house will be greater than the former glory of this house and in this house I bring peace well, the King James translation, instead of house, it says temple. Guess what? You're the temple. You are the house. You are. You are the temple. Corinthians says, know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? And he said, <laughs> the glory of the latter temple is going to be greater than the former temple. You, you are the temple. You're the temple. He wants to pour his glory into you. You're the temple. 
He wants to pour His glory. The glory that He pours out upon you in this day is going to be greater than any glory the world has ever seen. Oh, my goodness. You think about the book of Acts and how we want that. We're supposed to be greater. We're supposed to be greater. Oh, my goodness. You're, you are the temple. <laughs> You're the temple. I ain't going to quit saying it. You're the temple. I am the temple. And the glory of the latter temple is going to be greater than the glory of the former temple. <laughs> Woo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo. And he's going to fill me with more glory than Paul had. <laughs> he's going to fill me with more glory than Paul had. What? What? Paul. Ah. All this getting drunk in the Holy Ghost. Hey, Ooh, it's for a purpose. There's a reason for it. <laughs> One of those is to show you that the devil ain't nothing but a copycat. He ain't got nothing on Jesus. <laughs> nothing. Nothing on Jesus. And it's because whenever I just let him have me to such a degree... <laughs> that I don't care what it looks like and I don't care what it sounds like and I don't care how it manifests just do something God do something God do something and then he gonna do something he gonna do something I saw a Brownsville video and, and the girl's gonna give her testimony and he said just make it short and she said I used to be Mary Magdalene. Now I'm not. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he cleaned you up, bam, just like that. <laughs> just like that. Uh, just like that. There's no limits to him. There's no limits. We just have to give ourselves to him. That's all. That's all we have to do is give ourselves to him just give myself oh thank you Jesus thank you you guys I just want to say um, you know we Apostle Angie has been going up to Conway plowing plowing ground plowing for revival for, for revival yeah not for Conway but for revival for here in CrossFit at Freedom Ministries and in Arkansas. And so um, it's, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, but we got a part. We're all a part. We're all a part. But I, you know, I just felt like I needed to um, know. I know that uh, a man of God, a man of God said that if the church doesn't pray, that God's going to move them out, move 
the ones that want revival out, not our pastor wants revival and we're staying with our pastor. She wants, she wants it. And I'm backing her. I'm standing behind her. I'm pushing everything I know to do what God tells me to do my part. And I'm with her. Revival in CrossFit, Arkansas. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for revival and cross it, God. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. I want to tell you today, I don't know who this message is for, but you are forgiven. You were forgiven and you were a new creation in Christ. Let the past be the past. And you are a blessing. So let the burdens be the burdens. Press forward to the upward call of Jesus Christ. And let the past be the past. You are forgiven. She was talking about being drunk just a minute ago. Whenever you called me up here to pray for people, I was sitting there. I didn't even know if I'd be able to stand up. <laughs> so I was just saying. But as I was sitting there, God gave me this word. And it's actually a couple passages of Scripture. And the first one I'm going to speak is out of Jeremiah 29. It says, If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart as it were a burning fire shut up in my bones and I am weary with holding it in and I cannot. In Hebrews 12, 26, it says, at that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken. That is, things that have been made. In order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer the God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For our God, our God is a consuming fire. In Acts chapter 2, verse 25, David says, I saw the Lord always before me, For he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the path of life. You will make me full of gladness in your presence.
Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for that word. You are forgiven, and he is a consuming fire. This is full of gladness. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, I am forever grateful that you have saved us from Hades. Thank you. And I thank you that we have been placed in a kingdom that will not be shaken. Y'all, the world's going to be shaken. We haven't seen anything yet. It's going to be shaken. Oh, but our kingdom can't be shaken. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. said that. God don't lie. No, he don't. If you invite me, I'll come. That's all you have to do is say, come into my heart. <laughs> Even if you've been saved 46 years, they come into my heart, Jesus. And he said he would come. And he would eat with us. He's big on eating. He's real big. He likes to eat. Yes, he does. He sets a table for you in the presence of your enemy. And all he wants, I mean, you know, life is rough. Things are happening. The presence of your enemy ain't no fun. And he, what does he say? Sit down let me feed you. <laughs> I did it again. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa. Okay. Oh. Thank you. No, thank you for coming into our hearts, God. Thank you for making us new. Thank you for letting us be born again, again, and again. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you for coming in and filling us, God. Thank you for filling this house, this house right here. Thank you for filling every one of those houses with your glory, Lord. You know, right on up there it says that he, he shakes everything that can be shaken. That's in you, too. You're the house. You're the house. He's going to shake everything in you that can be shaken. But if you just hold fast to Jesus Christ, you'll be okay. <laughs> because everything that can't be shaken is him. And so and I pray that for myself. And I'm so I'm your pastor. I pray that for you too. Shake them, God. Shake everything loose. Shake every bit of the world loose off of them. Shake it off of them, God. Shake all religion off of us, God. Shake all caring about what people think off of me, God. Shake it off of them, God. Shake them, God, until there's nothing left but you. Until there's nothing left but you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hi. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. Now, for more information and to stay connected with us, 
tune in on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossit.com.